we'll talk about how do we tap into the wisdom of the body. Um, and before I go with some actionable strategies we could employ, I wanted to read this quote from Valerie Kaur. Um, she's the founder of the Revolutionary Love Project. She's also hosting this 10-day revolutionary love uh, workshop, I guess you would say, around wisdom and love and grief and all these just wonderful topics about connecting with others through our own eyes and sinking into our own body wisdom. And this is from her book, See No Stranger. And it says, I believe that deep wisdom resides in each one of us. Some call this voice by different sacred names, spirit, God, Jesus, Allah, Om, or even Buddha nature. Others think of this voice as the intuition one hears when in a calm state of mind. Whatever name we choose, listening to our deepest wisdom requires disciplined practice. The voices we spend the most time listening to in the world and inside our own minds shape the way we see, how we feel, and what we do. We must not lose ourselves at the feet of others. One of the most vigilant spiritual practices is finding the seconds of solitude to get quiet enough to hear the wise person inside me, inside you. And I love that last line, these seconds of solitude, because it just reminds us that, um, I don't know um, about some of you, Tara talks about this light rain practice. And it's the idea that we can sink into our bodies even just for a few moments. It doesn't necessarily have to be a formal practice like a mindful walk or sitting on a Zafu for 30 minutes. We can find these seconds or a couple minutes of solitude in our day-to-day -day just to drop into our bodies and listen to that wisdom. So again, that last part, finding the seconds of solitude to get quiet enough to hear the wise person inside me. So knowing this, this won't take a long or big chunk of your time, we can dip in at any point. So when we talk about finding the wise person or the wise place inside of us, how do we do this? And the most powerful thing we can do, of course, is to become more embodied. And I would say that's maybe more challenging than ever, you know, with the challenges that we're facing now with the dual pandemic and social viral injustices that are happening in this world, we may find that we're in our head quite a bit of the time. You know, there's this inner critic that's just pounding away at us, telling us we're not good enough, we're not showing up enough, we're not doing our best at work, we need to be doing more. <laughs> and the critic just goes on and on. It's this dialogue that just doesn't end, right? And so um, in order to listen to the wisdom of our bodies, we want to really quiet that inner critic and come back down into this this peaceful, serene space and listen to this wisdom that our body tells us on a very regular basis. And so again, I, I wanted to share with you some practices to stay more frequently embodied. So we come out of our heads and into this wisdom space we all hold within each one of us. 
So the first practice, of course, is our breath. So we, we practice that quite a bit in this last meditation. And the breath is always in the present moment. So with every inhale and exhale, kind of thinking about the waves of the ocean, it's this inhale and exhale that always keeps us in the present moment. And it's a powerful tool to keep us connected to our inner wisdom. When we're so focused on the breath, we can tap into that when inner wisdom a bit more easily than of course if we're in our head and there are many breathing practices so there's your natural breath you know what does that feel like um, there's box breathing which is used quite often in the military or in professions that are on high alert all the time and they feel like they're guarded they come into a box breathing pattern which is a an ink inhale for a four count, you hold for a four count, and then you exhale for four. So it creates that really nice, beautiful box. If you find that there's a lot of chatter up here, box breathing may be useful to come back into your, into your breath. Um, another breathing practice is just an audible sigh. So I don't know about you, sometimes at the end of my day, I'm just like, just letting out all of that tension or stress from the day. So that's another way to feel the aliveness of your body. When you're sighing, you, you feel your body relax. You may feel your heart rate, your pulse going. So it's that aliveness that will allow us to tap into our inner wisdom. Um, so what I want us to do, so as I'm going through each of these practices of embodiment, I'd like us to actually practice some. So there are key takeaways for you after this session. So we talked about one way to become more embodied is through our breath. And one practice I wanted to do, we'll just take a couple minutes here, is breathing naturally. So becoming more intimately connected to the sensations of your breath. You know, oftentimes when I teach meditation, I talk about what does your breath feel like? And it seems so abstract. But again, when we really sink in, we can start to feel, oh, there's my breath. Oh, there it is in my body. And so what I want us to do is if you feel comfortable, just gently closing your eyes and coming back into a comfortable seated position or if you're standing, that's okay too. Allow your shoulders to relax down and back away from your ears. And just come into a breathing pattern that feels really natural and calming to you. Whether you're breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth, or maybe you're breathing in and out of the mouth or in and out of the nose. Again, whatever feels comfortable and good to you. And as you sink into the natural rhythm of your own breath, see if you can find where you feel your breath most vividly. That might be the rising and falling of your belly or chest. It might be the oceanic waves in your throat. or even the warming and cooling air coming into and out of your nostrils. Spending just a few moments here to drop your attention into that place where you feel your breath most vividly. And just seeing what this experience feels like to you.
And on your last exhale, gently opening those eyes and coming back to the space. So again, when we talk about this embodied experience, breath is certainly a pathway. There are many breathing practices, diaphragmatic breathing, alternate nostril breathing, box breathing, or just the simple practice of dipping in and really feeling the breath. Where do the sensations show up for you? Are they in your throat, your nose, your stomach or chest? Maybe they're in your hips or feet. Um, so again, another great way to become more embodied and tap into the inner wisdom of your body. The second practice I wanted to talk about is touch. So we talked about breath bringing us back into our bodies. Touch is another way, great way to feel the aliveness that's happening all throughout our bodies, all this energy. So touch could be, Alan, you had mentioned, you know, your feet are grounded. That's where you found your place of wisdom and these roots coming up from the ground. And there's touch there, right? I don't know about you, but if I'm practicing yoga, I like to have my socks off because I like to feel the gripping of my feet on the floor and this groundedness. The same is true for sitting on a chair, we feel the touch of the chair in our bodies and there's this aliveness. A practice I wanted to go through with you is this hand on heart practice, which I think is so powerful. If you've ever done um, any type of loving kindness or open heartedness practice, this oftentimes is a component of that practice. And so this will be an example of touch. So if you don't mind joining in, you can or don't have to. Um, what I'll have you do is just place one of your hands or even both your hands on your heart center for me. And if you feel comfortable, you may wish to gently close your eyes here and just feel that touch, feel your hands on your heart. What does it feel like to have maybe that light pressure or comfort here? And breathe gently and softly and deeply into that area of your heart. If you wish, you may breathe a sense of ease or safety or goodness into your heart center. And as you're breathing gently and softly into your heart center, remember a moment when you felt safe loved or even cherished by another human being. This could be a partner, a child, a friend, a teacher. It could even be a loving moment with a pet. As you remember this moment of safety and love, let yourself experience the feelings of this moment. Let yourself be wrapped up in the warmth and comfort of this moment.
taking another slow, deep inhale and exhale through the heart center. So you allow this experience to wash over you before gently opening your eyes. So touch, another powerful practice. The act of, you know, just touching your heart slows down our nervous system, destimulates it. So we can just come back to that place of maybe it's neutrality or centeredness or groundedness and really quiet ourselves to listen to the wisdom of our body. So we did a hand on heart practice. Uh, for me, I'll speak for myself. I know when I'm going through a stressful time, I just rub my heart and that really just tends to calm me down and bring me into a more neutral space. So again, it's this touch. And a question I like to ask myself is what do I need in this moment? So in this moment, it might be coming into the natural rhythm of my breath. It might be doing hand on heart. It might be giving myself a hug or calling a friend. So asking yourself that question, what do you need? Because every moment may look a little bit different. And then the last practice I wanted to share with you because I wanna save some time to open it up for any questions or comments is movement. So when we think of mindful walking, right, and we're thinking about all of those conscious heel strikes, if we're in our home or we're on a nature trail, we can really come back into our body when we're like, wow, I really feel that gentle heel strike. I may feel the wind on my face if I'm outside. But other movement practices to help you become more embodied, I wanted to share with you ones we may not necessarily think about, but just smile and frowning. So maybe just sitting in your space, smile, and then you frown. It's this, oh, I can feel the contraction and relaxation of my muscles. Again, there's this aliveness, this knowing that the muscles, my joints, my organs are working really hard to keep me alive, to provide me this energy on a daily basis. Um, you may also consider power posing. So I think of mountain pose in yoga, and it's this really strong position, anatomical positions, palms are facing out, shoulders are down and back, chest is open, feet are grounded to the floor, and you just feel this sense of energy coming up from your toes to the crown of your head. And there's, again, aliveness, this embodiment in just a simple mountain pose in yoga or power pose there. And another way, again, to become more embodied from a movement sense is a progressive muscle relaxation. So this scanning from your head all the way down to your toes and gently squeezing or contracting a major muscle group and then relaxing. So if I think I'm going to contract my hands for a couple of seconds and then I'm going to release, contract my hands and release. Again, it brings us back into our bodies. You may even consider bringing your shoulders up for a couple of seconds and dropping them back down. So just other strategies when we think about, you know, I want to tap into the wisdom of my body a bit more. Becoming more embodied is the gateway to do that. You can do that through breath, touch, or movement, or even a combination of all three.